Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in the second chapter of Titus, and I have to admit that Titus is quickly becoming a a favorite book of mine. I haven't been much into Titus. I haven't read it much. Um, I don't think I can really remember much out of it from the past. But I like the straightforward instruction that Paul is giving. And to me, it just gives me kind of something to really just be able to, to grab a hold of and to work with. There's not a lot of complication there. And it's pretty straightforward, which helps me because I'm not a super complicated person. And this straightforward teaching um, helps me a lot. So with that, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for today and for being with us and being with me. Thank you for loving me and being patient with me and helping me to understand no matter how many times it takes for me to have something explained to me. And Lord, I just lift up this day and this time to you. I pray that our hearts and our minds would be open to you. I pray that my mind and my spirit would be available completely without reservations, without distraction, and that I would listen to you because you've made this day. Your Holy Spirit is here And I just pray that I would be receptive. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you would provide us with your wisdom and your understanding so we can love you, Lord, with our whole heart and our whole being and love our neighbor as ourselves. So it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So chapter two. We're gonna. This is gonna be pretty short. Most of you and us have gone. We'll go to church today, also, so you don't need a ton from me. And it's a pretty short chapter. And there's, um, yeah, I mean, there's only fifteen verses. So let's go ahead and get started. Chapter two, verse one. You, however, must teach what is appropriate to sound doctrine. Teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, and sound in faith, in love, and endurance. Now remember that he's teaching. Um, He's speaking about um, a very primitive or chaotic group that Titus is responsible for, that he's appointing elders, and basically the folks in Crete are pretty aggressively pagan. So being these things, temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, that's pretty difficult because they're not those things. And I'm not that thing. And that's why this is important to me. And I'm also an old man at this point in time. So it's a reminder. And these are the things I'm striving for, which is, you know, to be self-controlled because I tend to be pretty emotional. Um, And so these teachings, these words mean a lot to me and remind me a lot of how I need to behave. Verse three. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, 
to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Similarly, encourage the young men to be self-controlled, and everything set them as example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. Teach slaves to be subject to their masters in everything, to try to please them, not to talk back to them, and not to steal from them, but to show that they can be fully trusted so that in every way they will, be make, they will make the teaching of our God and our Savior attractive. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say, no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives. In this present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are are his very own, eager to do what what is good. These then are the things you should teach. Encourage and rebuke with all authority. Do not let anyone despise you. So he's talking to pretty much everyone. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or situation. Heck, if you're a slave, still do well. Still do good. So all circumstances, and here's the way you need to behave. We are representatives, and I have to be reminded of this all the time. I'm a representative of God on earth, and my example is either going to be a good one or a bad one. So A.W. Tozer takes a slightly different approach. He, he focuses in this uh, chapter on verse 12 where it says, It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. He writes, The Christian is called to separation from the world, but we must be sure we know what we mean, or more important, what God means by the world. And this is so true. I find myself you know, in this mindset all the time. What is the world? We are likely to make it mean something external only and thus miss its real meaning, he, he writes. The theater, cards, liquor, gambling, these are not the world. They are merely an external manifestation of the world. Our warfare is not against merely an external manifestation of the world. Our warfare is not against merely worldly ways, but against the spirit of the world. For man, whether he is saved or lost, is essentially spirit. So if you're new to new to us or to this podcast, the Bible says that God is spirit. The Bible says that we are made in God's image. Therefore, man is not a animal that happens to have a spirit. So we're just a little bit different than a dog. No, man is actually spirit who's been given a physical body. It's a difference in, in concept and criticality when you're looking at these things. Um, 
For man, whether he is lost, lost or saved or lost, is essentially spirit. The world, in the New Testament meaning of the word, is simply unregenerate human nature wherever it is found, whether in a tavern or in a church. Whatever springs out of, is built upon, or receives support from fallen human nature is the world, whether it is morally base or morally respectable. So, really, Tozer's talking about what's the world? And I, I tend to think about what he initially said, certain actions, and you could add to it porn, um, swearing, you could add to it cheating and just all the different elements that are in our society today. But is it really that, or is it simply the nature of the fallen spirit? And understanding that we're actually working against or fighting against the spirit of the world. And so it's a spiritual battle that we fight. I know when I'm struggling and when I struggle to sin or not to sin, it's really one of those things where I'm battling my spirit. I'm battling on a spiritual level, not on a physical level necessarily. And so Tozer just reminds us, this isn't a battle against flesh and blood, but it's against the spirits and the principalities that are not always seen, but they're there. So anyways, with that, I'm just going to move us on to praying and going back to God for his insights. Lord, thank you for today and thank you for your word. I love the way that Titus is written. It helps me understand. It basically says, do this, this, and this. And I help, and that helps me understand it. Throughout these readings for the last year and a half, it's been interesting. There's been so many different styles that you've talked to us and helped me understand who you are and what a relationship with you is about. From Genesis to Revelations, Lord, you've spoken to me, and I'm grateful. And I'm grateful for Titus and the book, this second chapter. And I just pray, Lord, that as I go through my day, as we go through our day, that we would strive to do your will, to live the way you want us to, to understand the difference between your spirit and the world, and that we'd bring you honor and glory. I pray that we would move in your spirit, not in ours, that we would move in your spirit and not the world's, and that you would be the one that we love with our whole being and then can, as a result, love our neighbors as ourselves. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.